the fifth week of the sermon series, Planet. Everyone say Planet. And this is the last sermon of 2023, y'all. I've preached a lot of sermons in 2023. I've had a lot of opportunities to preach in 2023. We've went over a few series in 2023. A lot of uh, great seeds were planted. A lot of great words. God ordained, given words for you. But this is the very last word of 2023. And I believe with all my heart that God has saved the best for last, y'all. How many are excited about the last sermon of 2023? Let me see your hands. Listen, you're going to be glad you came to church today. The Bible says in Psalms 122.1, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. I am so glad to be in the house of the Lord today. I am so glad each and every one of you are in the house of the Lord today. I am really upset with you that are viewing online today. I'm joking. I'm glad you're with us. I am so glad that I get to spend the last day of 2023 in the house of God, y'all. We could be anywhere, but you're in the house of God. I am so, so glad that God has a word for us today. Oh, you're going to be glad you got out of bed today because God has a word for you. How many are ready for a word? Shout ready. But listen, I'm not just talking about it would be nice. God, if you spoke to us today. I'm talking to, to those who need, those who need a word of God today. And almost like you're desperate for a word of God. If you're completely desperate for a word of God, shout, desperate. If you're ready for the word, shout, ready. If, if you're ready to step into 2024, shout ready. ready. And now somebody shout, let's go. let's go. Okay, I want to start this series and end this year with two verses. And I want to ask you to stand for the reading of these two verses all over the sanctuary. If you have legs and you are able to stand, please stand. I, I, I need you to. And there's a reason. There's a reason. We'll get to it. The first verse that I want to share with you is Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. The Bible says, The Lord said to Abram, Leave your country, your relatives, and your father's home, and go to a land that I am going to show you. And so Abram had to leave some things and some people behind church. And, and, and there's some things and there's some people that you're going to have to leave behind in 2023. If everyone could now turn around and look back, just do a 180. Come on, I don't need you to, I need you to turn completely around. Look at the back. Don't look at anyone in particular. Don't look at the back of someone's head. Look at the back wall. This is a word of the Lord. This is a word from God. There's some things and some people that you're going to have to leave in your rear view mirror. They're going in the opposite direction, so you're going to have to let them go. I said, let them go. 
There's some things and some people that you're going to have to let go. To go where God is leading you, believer, you've got to let them go. You've got to let it go. Come on, this is great revelation in this moment. You've been praying for revelation. Well, God is speaking. Are you listening? Or are you receiving? And the greatest revelation that you can receive today is let them go. Or maybe it's rearview mirror. How many would say rearview mirror is the revelation that you needed today? Let me see your hands. Hands all over. Okay, you can turn around. The second verse is revelation. There's revelation again. Revelation 3.8 says, See, I have placed before you an open door which no one can shut. Now look before you. Can you see the open door? Come on, can, can you see it? Close your eyes. Because this door you can't see with your literal eyes. This is a door of faith, y'all. The Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight. So the only way that you're going to be able to see this door that God has placed before you is by faith. Through eyes of faith. So keep your eyes closed. I, I really want each and every one of you to envision and see a door spiritually standing right before you, placed before you in 2024. No peeking, y'all. 2023 is just a few hours away from closing. The door of 2023 is about to close, and the door of 2024 is about to open. At midnight, we're going to step into that door. We're all going to count down those that aren't old and who stayed awake. We're going to count down, and then we're going to step into 2024, and we're going to see what God has in store for 2024. But to step into 2024, you have to, you have to step out of 2023, y'all. Come on, this is great yet simple revelation. To step into 2024, you've got to step out of 2023. Can we do that? Okay, let's do it. With your eyes closed, because we walk by faith, not by sight. Don't be tripping, but if you do, that's your own fault. You already signed a release. Okay, let's do it. We're going to step. Don't step backwards. Don't step sideways. Take a simple step forward right now. One, two, three. Did you do it? Hmm. You step forward in 2024. Let's just hit home. How many want to take a step forward in 2024? Come on, how many really, really want to step forward in 2024? Then do it. Do it. Step forward in faith. Step forward with a new mindset. Step forward with new obedience. Step forward in 2024 and leave 2023 behind. All right. Just like we're going to do at midnight tonight, I want us to count down. Last year, if you were awake and you counted down, you can remember exactly where you were, what you were doing, and who you were with. I want you to remember 
throughout this year. When we get to 2025, I want us to be able to look back and remember exactly where we were, who we were with, what we were doing. Can we count down? So I'm going to count to three, and you start at ten. One, two, three. see anybody kiss their spouse all right you can open your eyes you can be seated I'm going to start with Genesis chapter 12 1 through 3 and I'm going to read from the voice translation one day the last day of 2023 the eternal one called out to Abram Abram get up and go leave your country leave your relatives and your father's home and travel to the land that I will show you don't worry I will guide you there I have plans to make a great people from your descendants and I am going to put a special blessing on you and cause your reputation to grow so that you will become a blessing and example to others. God wants you. He has called you to be a blessing, yet an example to others, believer. Verse 3, I will also bless those who bless you and further you in your journey. You want to be blessed? Bless others. Be a blesser. And I'll trip up those who try to trip you along the way. Through your descendants, all the families of the earth will find their blessing in you. Can we pray over this sermon? Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the name that is above all names, I pray that there would be power and anointing right here, right now. God, great revelation would be revealed, would be spoken, be delivered. God, conviction, transformation. I pray for a multiplication of the anointing on this sermon, that it would go beyond the words of this page. It would go beyond the vessel on this stage. And it would go to new places and new faces for the glory of God. Open new doors in 2024 for your people, God. Open doors. Release. We thank you. And we honor you in your mighty name. Amen. According to verse 3, there are people who will bless you and people who will trip you. God gave me this analogy, and I want to give it to you today. What happens when your child leaves all of their toys lying around the room? Come on, what happens? You trip over it. Okay, if you don't have children, what happens when your husband leaves all his toys laying around the room, ladies? You trip over it. And right now, I want you to bring to mind a moment in time, a place where that happened. You tripped over your child's toys. Did you bring it to mind? You, you probably cussed out loud. <laughs> or maybe you cussed under your breath. <clears throat> maybe you didn't cuss at all. 
Maybe you said, praise God, glory be to Jesus, because you're always a super Christian, right? Mm. Okay, now let this hit home. What you leave lying around, you trip on. The things and the people that you leave in your circle who have no business of being in your circle any longer because they've been tripping you up for years, you trip on. I'm telling you, church, your circle is so, so important. And who you leave in your circle, who you surround yourself with is so important because they will either bless you or trip you. And because you haven't removed those people or those things, you're continually tripping over them. And you're going to keep tripping by keeping the wrong people in your circle. So remove those people. Remove those things in 2024 and quit tripping, y'all. The title of my sermon today is Quit Tripping. Turn to your neighbor and say, Quit Tripping. Come on, post it on social media. PJ said, quit tripping, y'all. Make sure you put under it Genesis chapter 12, 1 through 3, voice translation, so they get the context. Okay, I want to go back to verse 1. And I want to read verse 1 from the Good News Translation. The Lord said, come on, pull it up. Help me out. The Lord said, Leave your land, your relatives, and your father's home. Go to the land that I will show you. Now, notice I skipped the Lord said to Abram, because I believe that the Lord is saying to you today. Come on, I believe this is a word of God for you today. When you read the word of God, you've got to start removing their names and replacing it with your name. Come on, it won't work for every single scripture, especially in Leviticus, but you've got to read the word of God like God is actually speaking directly to you. We've got to take off this historical lens and put on a personal lens. When you read it, notice and, and, and come to the place where it's God speaking to you. What he spoke to them, he speaks to us. Come on, what he spoke to Abram, he speaks to you, Adam, to you. Rick, to you, Richard, to you, Tim, to you, Ted, even you, Gwen. The contemporary English version says, Go, leave your land, and go to the land that I will show you. Can I state the obvious? You can't go to the land that God has showed you without leaving this other land behind you. Come on, think about it. Point number one, to step into the new, you have to step out of the old. To step into something new, believer, you have to step into, step out of something old. I messed that up. To step into something new, you've got to leave the old behind you. When you became a believer, you did so by stepping out of the old and into the new, right? You stepped out of old ways, old habits, an old lifestyle, an old mindset, or at least you should have. 
That's the process of salvation. How many know salvation is a process? It's not one step. It's a process, and that process is called sanctification. It's steps that you take daily to become more and more and more like Christ. And so you step out of the old and into the new. You have a new mindset. You have new ways. You have new habits. You have new desires. It's, it's the work of Holy Spirit, and it doesn't happen overnight for all of us. Some, some of us, it does. I've heard of miracle sanctification processes where someone got saved and boom they were delivered from everything that they were addicted to but then others it took time it took steps holy spirit works at different phases and different levels and at different speeds for all of us and so we can't stand there and rebuke someone let the doubt let holy spirit do that let him do his work we are not the holy spirit and so we got to be patient with people as a youth pastor, I used to be so impatient with my youth. I'm like, get this. Move on so that we can grow, bro. <laughs> but Holy Spirit convicted me. Be patient. You don't know what all that he's going through. You don't know what all he's suffering and through. So be patient with him. Take him by the hand and let Holy Spirit do the work, but just be there. Be that shoulder. The Bible says, go, and I will show you. The, another verse says, you cannot pour new wine into old wineskins. Think about it. You can't step into new doors through old ways, through old habits, or through an old mindset. You, you can't walk in both simultaneously. Do you understand what I'm saying? The, the old and the new are going in totally opposite directions. And so you cannot go in both directions simultaneously. They're going in opposite directions, yet so many try to do this. They get saved and, and they try to continue to live this life but walk this way. It, it don't work that way. You will end up tripping like goofy, y'all. Or, or on the floor in the splits. How many know what I'm talking about? The King James Version. How many read the, still read the King James Version? It says, get thee out. Get thee out of thy father's house. And if you're 40 and you're still living in your parents' basement, this is a prophetic word of the Lord for you today. Get thee out, bro. Get thee a job. <laughs> Come on, quit being a freeloader. <laughs> Get thee out. And parents, you need to quote God on this. God Almighty, thus says the Lord God, get thee out. <laughs> you can thank me for that later. I got paid to put that in my sermon. God said go to the land I will show you so Abraham had to leave some things and some people behind there's some things and some people that you're going to have to leave behind come on what is God speaking to you right now in this moment because he's speaking what is he saying what, what is he asking you to leave behind who is he asking you to leave behind to go where God was leading Abraham, he had to leave some things behind, church. Think about it this way. He had to leave his past in the past. God is saying that same thing to many of you today. To go where God is leading you, you have to leave your past in the past. 
You've got to let go of it. You've got to release it. In fact, some of you need to bury it. I'm not saying hide it by no means. I'm saying bury it. Get over it, sister. It's gone. It's the past. Get past it. Get beyond it, brother. Get past your past. Somebody say, get past your past. Because your purpose is past your past. Come on, your future is past your past. That's point number two. Your calling is past your past. Your ministry is past your... Your future ministry is past your past. Oh, that's good, Pastor. Let me say this. Your future is past your present. Oh, that's so good, Pastor. You're on fire today. Mm. Amen, Pastor. I'm just going to have to encourage myself, y'all, because y'all ain't doing me no good. Y'all act like last night was New Year's Eve. Y'all been up all night? <laughs> Wake up! Can somebody shout amen, Pastor? Yeah. Thank you, I'm preaching. God said, go, and I will show. He didn't say where. Now, how many would agree that God is not the best direction giver? Come on, you can be real in the house of God today. He doesn't mind. He knows he's not the best God didn't give Abram an address y'all he just said go he, he's so much like my teenage son mm. want that I'm like use your words boy <laughs> speak it seems like they have no problem speaking when they're gaming right or, or, or among friends but it's like use your words but God, I need directions. God, I, I need a timeline. I need an address. No, 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 God. I need a play-by-play -play account. Come on, you know that's you. God says go, but you say show. You, you say no, God, I need to know. I need to know everything. I need directions. But church, our faith shouldn't be in the directions. It should be in the director. Listen, ladies, this is why guys are so great at building things. We don't use directions. We don't need them. Right, guys? We build by faith, ladies. Learn something. <laughs> we walk by faith. <laughs> we don't need those. What is that? You want to read it? Go ahead. <laughs> I do not need that. I lost where I was. Yes, thank you. Think about it. Your faith shouldn't be in the healing. It should be in the healer, right? My, my faith isn't in my healing today because whether or not I'm healed, I still have faith in the healer. And, and I know that my healing is up to the healer. How and when and where I get healed is up to him. And, and so I'm going to put my faith in him regardless, just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said even if you don't we're not going to bow down we will serve you our faith isn't going to be affected at all think about it don't put your faith in the way that god makes put it in the way maker after all the way is up to the way maker you know and jesus said i am the only way he said his ways are greater than our ways but at the same time can i be real with you i wish god would say show before he said go 
wouldn't that be so much easier like God I can go if you'll show <laughs> right like if you'll show me how things are going to work out if you'll show me how it's going to end God that would make going just so much easier God I can let go of some things I can let go of some people if you'll show me who and what you're going to replace them with and, and when right but that's not faith that's not faith we say show and we'll go but God says go and then I'll show but this is why it's so hard right can we be real in the house of God today faith is hard it's not easy walking by faith walking blindly I'm, oh my God it's not easy it's hard but that's what we're called to remember Jesus said blessed are those who believe Without, who haven't seen and blessed are those who walk by faith and not by sight in Hebrews eleven eight, the Bible says by faith Abraham when he was called by God obeyed by going to a place which he was to receive as an inheritance and he went not knowing where he was going come on Abraham went without knowing. He went without uh, knowing what God was going to do, even if God was going to show up. He left his home, his family, his relatives without knowing. He obeyed God without knowing. So faith isn't knowing. No, it's going. Faith is going without knowing, believer. Hebrews 11.1 1 says, Faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see because again we walk by faith and not by sight faith is believing without seeing it's going without knowing point number three faith is idk i don't know but i will go now i want this on a t-shirt y'all this will make me famous and rich <laughs> idk faith is idk on the front i don't know but i will go on the back come on how many would buy that today mm, that's good I don't know, but I will go. I don't know, but I will do. I don't know, but I will speak. I don't know, but I will obey. Faith is believing without seeing. God put an open door before Abraham, but it wasn't a literal door. He couldn't see it. He couldn't knock on it, y'all. He just had to believe it was there. He just had to obey. He just had to take a step of faith. God said, go and I will show. He said, leave and I will lead. That's point number four. Leave and God will lead. Leave and God will lead. But don't misinterpret this. This doesn't apply to your marriage, guy. Or, or your responsibilities as a parent. No, 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 no. Don't misinterpret this as, and use it as justification to give up on something. But if you will have the faith and the obedience to leave some things, I promise you, God will lead you into some things. If you'll have the faith and obedience to leave some things behind in 2023, God will lead you into some things, some new things in 2024. Into your purpose. Come on, into your calling. Into your ministry, your future ministry. Into a God-ordained open door 
Leave and God will lead. Go and he will show. You leaving opens the door to God's leading. Mm, that was good, Pastor. You leaving opens the door to God's leading. I wish that I could preach today that God will always remove the people and the things that are out to trip you. That's not always true. It's not. And I've heard sermon after sermon after sermon come from the modern day pulpit that God it will always remove those things and those people he will always protect you in that and, and he does at times but not always I, I can tell you story after story where God removed people who were out to trip me he's removed a whole bunch of people who were out to get me y'all but at the same time, God wants me to get to the place where I have the maturity, the faith, the obedience, and the righteousness to remove those people myself and then set up boundaries. Let me preach this for a moment. If you're allowing things and people in your circle that are continually tripping you up, you need to start removing them. Remove those things. Remove those people from your life, and you will quit tripping. Remove them. I'll say it's your responsibility to remove them. God won't always remove those people. God isn't always removing the things and the people from your life. And when he doesn't, he expects you to. It's your responsibility. Many of the stories where God removed the people who were out to get me, what I didn't tell you is that God gave me opportunity after opportunity to remove them myself, but I refused but it didn't come without collateral damage, y'all. And because I left them lying around, I continued to trip over them. I'm still tripping over some of them to this day because I refused to remove them when God told me to. I'm telling you, it's your responsibility to remove those things and those people. And so that means you might have to have a conversation today. That means you might just have to pick up the phone today. Right? And it might be a relationship. It might be a friend, an old friend who wasn't really a friend. It might be a fake friend on Facebook. Hmm? How many know those aren't your real friends? They just follow you to know your business. Hmm? That's not a friend. But let me show you a simple way of removing those friends. Open up your social media and click unfriend, y'all. It's that simple. Or if you want to be nice about it, you can push unfollow. They'll never know. <laughs> but you can remove them and stop tripping over them. You don't have to wake up every day and read what's happening and what they're saying. Unfollow them and you'll stop tripping on them. I do it all the time. y'all. In fact, I've probably unfollowed almost all of you in here. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking, but you'll never know. <laughs> You're not borrowing my phone after church. Going fishing. Let's go to verse 4. Genesis 12, verse 4 in the Amplified. It says, so Abram departed in faithful obedience. Somebody say faithful obedience. As the Lord had directed him, and Lot, his nephew, left with him, Abraham... Mm, I, I could preach on that. Just Holy Spirit just revealed this. Lot left with him, y'all. If they're with you, they'll go with you. Hmm? They'll follow you. If they're with you, if not, 
They're going in an opposite direction. Let them go. Abram was 75 years old. How many are 75 or older in the room? How many are under 75? I don't care how old you are or how young you are. If they're tripping you up, it's time to remove them. It's time to remove it. It is your responsibility, believer. But listen, even at 75, Abram had to remove some things and some people from his life. I want to walk in faithful obedience in 2024. Through every open door that God places before me. My prayer is that you would have the faith and the obedience to walk through every open door that God places before you in 2024. But can we be real? We don't always walk in faithful obedience, do we? And it's not that we don't try. I mean, we try, right? I mean, there's not a person in this room that I don't believe tries. You wouldn't be here today if you didn't try. We try, but we fail. We slip, we trip, we disobey God at times. The Living Bible says in Revelation 3.8, you've tried to obey. And I love that. I love that because I haven't always walked in faithful obedience, y'all. But I've tried. And I know most of you have tried. How many would say, I've tried, Pastor? I'm trying to walk in faithful obedience, but I've failed, I've slipped, I've tripped, I've disobeyed God's, I've went the wrong route, I've opened the wrong door at times, I've, I've been in the wrong relationships, I've used the long, wrong language, I've been in the wrong places, surrounded by the wrong people, but I've tried. See, God sees that, and God knows that, believer. The contemporary English version says Abraham obeyed and he left. So to obey God, you might just have to leave some things behind. You might just have to leave some people behind in 2023. And I don't know exactly what God's asking you to leave behind. But I do believe that you do. Because I believe he's told you over and over and over and this sermon is just another confirmation for you today. God always confirms what he speaks. And I believe without a doubt he is confirming some things and some people that you need to leave behind, that you need to let go of, that you need to leave in your rearview mirror in 2024. What is he asking you to leave behind? Who is he asking you to leave behind? Write it down. Right now. Don't forget it. Because as soon as you walk out of that door, you will. Who? What? I know he's speaking. To step into 2024, we've got to leave 2023 behind. And not that it was such a bad year, because it wasn't a bad year for me. It was a good year. Personally, for me, it was a good year. But church, I'm ready for 2024. Come on, I'm ready for what God has in store in 2024. How many are ready for 2024? I'm ready for new doors in 2024. I'm ready for open doors in 2024. This is prophetic. 2024 will be a year of open doors. If you receive it, shout amen. I'm tired of closed doors. I'm tired of doors being slammed in my face 
Can anyone relate this morning? Can somebody prophesy in the house of God? Revelation 3, 8, and the message says, I've opened a door before you that no one can slam shut. Come on. Praise God Almighty. Can somebody praise God this morning? In fact, I want to ask you to stand to your feet and give God praise because this is revelation, y'all. This is powerful. This is prophetic. And this is the word of God for you today. God says, I've opened a door before you that no one can slam shut. A door that no one can close and a door that no one can open. Listen, there are some doors that only God can open. And those are the doors that we need to be walking through. Those are the doors that we need to be knocking on, y'all. Listen, I want to, come on up. I want to open doors myself in 2024. I'm just going to be real with you. I'm going to be knocking on some doors in 2024. But in faith, I have to wait. I should have made that point number five. In faith, you have to wait. Because those there are doors that only God can open. And those are the doors that you need to be walking through in 2024. Not the wrong doors. Uh, put away your pry bar. Quit banging on the wrong door, the wrong person, the wrong relationship, the wrong addiction, the wrong habits, the wrong lifestyle, the wrong things. Just leave them behind. Quit knocking on those doors. I want to open doors for you, Doreen. I want to open doors for you, Adam. Brittany, I want to open a door for you. Sharon, I want to open a door for you. Tammy, I want to open a door. Ted, I want to open a door. I want to open a door for all of you. Every single one of you. I want to open those doors. I'm a gentleman, y'all. I like to open doors. But the right door, the, the door that God has placed before you the door that will lead you into your purpose your future your ministry your calling your marriage come on single people shout praise God will only come by God opening that door I can't open it for you but God can and God will and so you have to wait in faith you have to walk in faith. You have to knock in faith. You have to pray in faith. And he'll open in his timing. God spoke this to me, and I'm going to wrap this up. God spoke this to me about two nights, two weeks ago in the middle of the night. He said, the word for 2024 is release. He said that 2024 will be a year of release. Somebody say release. He said, Joseph, I'm getting ready to release some things. He said, I'm getting ready to release some things in your nation. I'm getting ready to release some things in your life. I'm getting ready to release some things in my house. I'm getting ready to release some things, some new things. But listen to me, church. Understand this. To receive the new, we have to release the old. We, we've got to let go of the old to grab a hold of the new. And how many want God to release new things in your life in 2024? Let me see your hands. Come on, all over this sanctuary. But listen to me. God doesn't need your permission, but he does need you in position. I said he don't need your permission, 
Paul, but he does need you in position. So God is positioning you. He's getting you ready to release what he's getting. He's getting you ready to receive what he's getting ready to release. He's getting you receive ready. He's getting you ready. Jacob, he's been getting you ready, bro. Star, he's been getting you ready. Terry, he's been getting you ready. Luke, he's been getting you ready. Tim, he's been getting you ready. Nancy, he's been getting you ready. Come on, he's been getting you ready. He's been positioning you to receive. We've got to be ready. We have to be ready. How many know we aren't always ready? Even though we think we are. We look in the mirror, I'm ready, God. But he knows. He knows our heart. He knows our thoughts, our intentions. And so he has to get us ready. God is always ready to release new things in our life. I said he's always ready. It's that we aren't always ready. And many times the holdup isn't with God, it's with us. 1 Corinthians 2.9 says, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has imagined the things that God has prepared for those who love him. Believers, God has things prepared for you. Things that he wants to release in your life. The Living Bible says wonderful things. The Passion Translation says there are many things that God has in store for 2024. It doesn't say 2024. God has things prepared and ready to release, but we have to be ready to receive. I want to be ready. I want you to be ready. I want to open that door for you with all my heart. I do. I pray for you daily, but it's in His timing, His way. It's the door that he has in store for you. He has a door in store for you. Come on, that's prophetic. He has a door in store for you in 2024. Just because it rhymes doesn't mean it's not prophetic. 